Howdy folks, it's Monday, May the 2nd. A third of the year's behind us, we got two thirds in front of us, folks. Let's have a great Monday. By the way, I'm Jacob Cohen, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Later in today's episode, Fang, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. For years, they made it seem like stocks only go up. Apparently, that's not true. They've all taken a big hit and big tech stocks do not only go up. What is happening? What comes next? We are going to discuss. But before we get into that, as always, here are a few things you should know. Let's get crackalack. Okay, so to start us off, 16 states filed lawsuits against the United States Postal Service, the USPS, over its decision to buy tens of thousands of gas-powered vehicles instead of electric vehicles. Let's step back for a second. The USPS has this big plan to buy 50,000 to 165,000 new vehicles over 10 years. Of those, at least 10% are slated to be battery electric vehicles, BEVs. Now, people were hoping for a much larger percentage than that. People were hoping for 100%, but it's honestly just too expensive for them, not economically sound to do this, to implement this at the moment. But now we're talking about the non-electric vehicles, the the gas-powered trucks. So these trucks that they're planning on getting are slated to get a measly 8.6 miles per gallon. The old trucks apparently got 8.2, so technically this is an improvement, but I mean, come on. And it gets better. Apparently the USPS said the trucks can get 14.7 miles per gallon if the air conditioning is turned off, which is great because it's not like it's going to be 90 degrees across half the country a month from now, right? So we'll see how this goes. Anyways, moving on, Fidelity, the investment firm that manages 401k style accounts for more than 20 million participants, said it plans to give 23,000 employers the chance to add Bitcoin to their company's 401ks later this year. Now, the U.S. Labor Department, understandably, is concerned over the move, saying they believe Fidelity Investments plan to allow investors to put Bitcoin in their 401k accounts risks the retirement security of Americans, right? Since November, Bitcoin has lost about 40% of its value. So not exactly wrong there to be a little concerned, definitely on the volatile side of things. But anyways, in other news, last week, Elon Musk jokingly or not, who even knows anymore, tweeted that his next move is going to be buying Coca-Cola, and I quote, to put the cocaine back in it. And that is now the second most liked tweet of all time, with over 4.7 million likes, unlikely to actually happen. And lastly, in April, Times Square saw 290.4 thousand average daily visitors, well below, by the way, the 375 thousand it saw in April of 2019, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, but more than it's seen each of the last two years. Interestingly, though, despite Manhattan offices returning to just 37% capacity, Broadway attendance and hotel occupancy, relatively speaking, are at 90% and 80% pre-COVID levels. So those have come back quite nicely. And with that, I think it is time to discuss what the heck is going on with the big tech stocks. I thought they only went up. So what is going on? What is happening here? So the question is really as follows. Is the FANG era over? So first of all, 
technically speaking, it already was because FANG, for those who may not know, stands for Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Big tech, if you will. So after Facebook rebranded to Meta last year, the acronym should should actually be MANG, <laughs> M-A-A-N-G. And second, does Netflix still even deserve to be in the acronym? I mean, Microsoft is far larger, Tesla far larger. Should Tesla take Netflix's spot in the acronym? If it did, by the way, the acronym would be MAGGOT. So, so maybe I understand why they're keeping it as it is for now. But, but here's the deal. Recent earnings have shown that the FANG stocks, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google are more vulnerable than previously expected. If you entered the stock market in general over the last couple of years, you might have been under the impression that these stocks only go up. So FANG stocks have really dominated their markets over the last decade, making them a popular pick for growth investors seeking lofty returns. For context, growth stocks are expected to beat the market over time due to their future potential. But recently, all five of these companies have been plagued by challenges. Facebook, aka Meta, or I guess Meta, aka Facebook, lost 500,000 daily active users in Q4 of 2021 and suggested it could have its first ever year-over-year -year revenue drop next quarter. Apple recently warned it could lose $8 billion due to supply chain constraints this quarter. Amazon reported its first quarterly loss in seven years on Friday, resulting in the stock tumbling about 14%. And then Netflix, of course, has been the talk of town lately, lost subscribers for the first time in over a decade, leading its stock to drop 35% the next day, wiping $50 billion from its valuation. They have a lot of uphill battles looking forward. And then Google showed slower growth than they had last year behind higher costs, missed revenue projections for Q1, thanks in part to a weak quarter for YouTube. In 2022, all five of these stocks are down, with Apple being the only one outperforming the S&P 500 index. So how bad is this really? Well, it could be worse, to be honest. Last August, FANG stocks made up about 19% of the S&P 500 index's entire market cap, which is crazy. Today, that number is just below about 15%, which is a meaningful drop, but still a massive percentage for five out of 500 companies. Now, some investors believe the biggest change facing FANG is perception. Once considered some of the market's hottest growth stocks, FANG may be viewed now as more of a value play going forward. Value stocks are larger companies that analysts believe to be undervalued. So that would be pretty darn interesting. And bada bing, bada boom, that is it, folks, for more on the Hustle's tech and business coverage and links to all kinds of cool stuff from around the web. Check out our newsletter at thehustle.co. Thanks to our editor, Ezra Trupiano, and executive producer, Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen. You've been listening to The Hustle Daily Show brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. See you tomorrow.